Welcome back to another edition of Billy West Live. Uh, welcoming Gabe Furman uh, to the show for the first time. And Gabe, it's really a pleasure to have you on Billy West Live. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's good to be here, Billy. Thanks for inviting me. Well, Gabe, we just had a legislative session and divided up our Senate and House districts for the state legislature. Give us your thoughts uh, and explain to our listeners kind of where your district was and then where your district will be heading forward. Yeah, and I, I was uh, happy with the way redistricting turned out. Uh, I don't think anybody got everything they, they wanted, but uh, overall I was satisfied. So currently District 22 is comprised of all of Grant Parish, uh, most of us all parish, uh, one precinct in Wynn Parish, all of Red River except the city of Cushata, more or less, and uh, most of uh, northeast Natchitoches Parish to include uh, Godana, Ashland, Fairview Alpha, uh, Black Lake, that area. So that's what it looks like currently. So um, assuming the redistricting bill that we passed for the House goes through, it, it will look significantly different. Uh, it, it would include all of Grant Parish, um, fewer precincts in LaSalle. So uh, it, it would be approximately 52% of the population would be Grant Parish. About 14% would be LaSalle. And uh, uh, the biggest change would be picking up about 15,000 uh, citizens in, in Natchez Parish, which would be about 34% of the district going forward. So geographically have a, a much smaller district, a, a much smaller portion of Natchez Parish, but the new district will include uh, the great majority of the city of Natchez. And Gabe, uh, as I understand that the new district moving forward again, like you say, if it's approved, um, will include Northwestern State University. Uh, I know Northwestern has been an important part and uh, and and on the just just on the outside of your district, and now it encompasses Northwestern is inside your district. So talk about how important Northwestern is to you and and your voice in the legislature as as you go to Baton Rouge and fight for Northwestern State University. I am very excited about uh, District 22 representing Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern is very important to me. My wife's a Northwestern graduate. You know, I met with Dr. Jones last week and I uh, mentioned to him that I was a graduate of Louisiana Tech. And uh, he did not seem too overly concerned about that, but uh, uh, I know Tech and Northwestern are rivals. But uh, no, Northwestern is very important to me. And, and look, I think we realize that not only is Northwestern critical to, to Natchitoches, the city, to Natchitoches Parish, but to, to the entire region. Uh, the economic impact is over $400 million annually. I know thousands of jobs depend either directly or indirectly on Northwestern. So, Look, I'm, I'm tremendously excited about it. I think uh, after speaking with Dr. Jones, we're on the same page. We visited about uh, some of the important capital outlay projects there on campus and uh, the direction that Northwestern's uh, heading. And, and look, I think uh, we've got a very bright future and a lot of potential, and I'm super excited about it. Well, Governor John Bell Edwards has been a real friend of Northwestern State University. Talk about your relationship with Governor Edwards and, and maybe how you can dovetail that with uh, assisting Northwestern moving forward. Well, the governor and I have significant differences politically. Uh, you know, I'm a, a conservative Republican and he's a fairly liberal Democrat. So there's a lot of things we don't see eye to eye on, but I understand he has been a, a 
for not only higher education, but education in general. And my wife's a teacher, so that's an area where we can find some common ground. And uh, But, no, that's encouraging uh, to have uh, uh, the governor su- support higher education in Northwestern. And, you know, we met last week with the entire uh, area delegation, uh, representatives not only from, from uh, uh, Natchitoches Parish, but Jack McFarlane and Wynn and, uh, some of our uh, uh, rapids uh, representatives, and they all realize, we all realize how important Northwestern is to the region. And I think we're on the same page when it comes to uh, uh, priorities and seeking seeking funding. And look, we all we can all acknowledge that this may be our best opportunity from a financial perspective to get the funding we need to make some improvements to to facilities and after meeting with uh, uh, the college last week, look, they've got some some desperate needs and those improvements are needed to, um, you know, to attract students and to remain competitive. So, you know, I think we've got a lot of common ground there and I think we've got a real chance to be successful in obtaining some funding. Well, let's hope so. And obviously, as you said, Northwestern is such an economic engine for a lot of your district. Uh, and for Northwestern Louisiana. So uh, with, with the governor's support, as you said, you may have differences with him, but with respect to education, it may be a great time for the executive and legislative branch to do some additional things uh, for Northwestern. And with your leadership and the governor's leadership in that area in particular, hopefully y'all can have some synergistic effect, uh, fund some things at Northwestern that are desperately needed, Gabe, and with your leadership, uh, hopefully we can get some more funding. Talk a little bit about the budget itself. Uh, I, I know we had talked a little bit before uh, about some of the, the, the budget crunch we have in Louisiana. What do you foresee coming up in this session with respect to the budget? Well, yeah, we're in a different position than, than we have been traditionally. We're looking at a pretty significant uh, surplus. So with the federal pandemic aid and some of the hurricane relief money, uh, you know, we've got a, a, a surplus from last fiscal year. We anticipate uh, pretty substantial excess for this fiscal year. So, you know, we're hearing numbers as large as uh, $3 billion of, of surplus money. So, you know, that's a lot of money. Uh, is it enough to solve all our problems? It's not. And I, I think we do need to understand that just because on paper we've got a $3 billion surplus, we need to understand that uh, a great deal of that money is spoken for already. Uh, the Constitution requires that we uh, spend some of that money uh, uh, to things like the rainy day fund, to retirement system debt. We've got some Hurricane Katrina flood protection debt that we've, we've got to uh, uh, allocate some funding to. But look, that's uh, a lot of money. Even after we, we meet those obligations, there's going to be a lot of money. So for me, it's all about establishing priorities and what we do not want to do is spend this one-time money on recurring expenses. You know, we we don't want to create a, a an untenable financial situation for the next governor, the next legislature. So, I do think we need to show some restraint and and wisdom in how we spend this money. So, uh, for me, it would start with infrastructure, um, with with things like roads and water and sewer. And I think this is a, a golden opportunity to address some of those needs. Broadband is very important to us. So we absolutely have to uh, uh, start with infrastructure. I think we need to take some of that money and build up the unemployment insurance trust fund that was depleted after COVID. 
that's uh, we need some stability with that fund uh, uh, for the business community. I think we potentially could look at paying down some of our retirement debt. You know, that's just a, a, a tremendous amount of debt that we've got. So if we had some money to put towards that debt, I think it would be smart. And I think we also need to have a conversation about possibly uh, beginning to phase out the temporary 0.45 cent sales tax that the legislature passed a few years ago before I was before I was a member. So anytime we've got a surplus, that is an indication that, that we may be taking more of the people's money than we need. So I am certain there will be an effort to um, at least uh, phase out a portion of that 0.45 cent sales tax, which right now it's scheduled to roll off, I believe, in 2025. So if we can give the people a little bit of their money back, I think that's a, a wise use of our, our money as well. Well, there's a great debate we could probably have for an hour over the Louisiana Constitution and, and changing the Constitution with so many dedicated uh, funds that we have to spend every year. That's that's a debate that's been going on for 60 or 70 years in Louisiana uh, and maybe a debate for another day. But if you're going to roll back the sales taxes, what services are you going to cut? Yeah, well, and that's and you alluded to the fact that uh, the Constitution ties our hands. And so right now, um, you know, uh, health care and, and education are the two areas that we can cut from the state general fund. So what we're talking about with the uh, gradual diminishment of the sales tax would probably be about $100 million. So I hadn't seen a fiscal note on it yet. But with the surplus, with the anticipated excess, I think we can most likely uh, uh, find a way to, you know, for me, it amounts to giving the people the, the money back, not to cutting services. Well, I'll be interested to hear your explanation as we move forward. Like you said, it's a one-time, maybe rainy day fund. Uh, if we're going to cut those sales taxes, everybody needs to understand what services they may give up over the long haul. But I, I certainly understand uh, any politician wanting to cut taxes and uh, at the same time still try to provide services. So that'll be an interesting discussion maybe we can have moving forward. What well, other... I'd let do it. Yeah. And Billy, look, my, my philosophy is, and, and uh, I think uh, conservatives across the board would agree that, you know, individuals are better at spending their money than, than the government is. So um, uh, look, it's a challenge. And one of the most surprising things to to me as a, a new legislator has been, you know, when you, when you get in a room and I'm not on either one of the, the house money committees, but um, when you get in a room with, with uh, legislators and you start uh, talking about the budget that we, we've got a group of uh, conservative business minded freshman legislators. And uh, when you bring up even slowing spending or potentially not necessarily rolling back spending, but a, free, a spending freeze, that's a conversation that so many people don't, don't want to hear. And that's, it's because it involves making some tough decisions. But you know, we, at some point, we've got to stop spending like drunken sailors and digging ourselves a hole that we can't get out of. So, but I think you're right. That's a, a conversation we can have in the future. And I'd, I'd love to, to visit that with you. No question. It'd be a lot of fun to discuss. Everybody wants to cut taxes. It's just a matter of how you do it and what, what sort of pain you put on which 
people around the state, but that's the reason you're in the legislature and y'all get to make those decisions and we get to debate about it. So it's uh, it's nice to have you on to talk about these issues. But Gabe, give you a final opportunity just to talk about some maybe some legislation you see coming up in this session and what might be important to folks here in Northwest Louisiana. Well, uh, look, it's it's going to be uh, there are going to be some controversial bills. I'm sure we'll see the uh, uh, you know the transgender sports bill come back that uh, uh, was killed in the, in the veto override session last year. We'll go. We will be debating critical race theory. I'm I'm sure. So I'll, I'll just tell you a little bit about what's important to me, Billy. Uh, some things I'm working on personally. Uh, you know, I'm a, a claims adjuster by trade, and I've seen uh, my profession change over the years, and it's, it's really been discouraging. And uh, Hurricane Laura and Delta and Ida have kind of uh, brought to the forefront some of the issues with with the insurance industry and. We've got some real problems with um, how how folks are being reimbursed for their for their insurance claims, especially in catastrophe situations. So, uh, last year was fortunate enough to pass a couple of pretty comprehensive property insurance reform bills. I've got a couple of other bills uh, that I think have a chance to really make a difference that I have filed this year, and and I'm working on on some other legislation. So, like I think that's something we we can all agree on that. Uh, if people are paying premiums and they expect uh, a service and to be uh, to receive a uh, in, indemnification for their damages, and that's not happening now. So I'm excited about what we've got going there, and there's going to be a lot of action in the insurance committee this session for sure. Well, I know that you've actually been a champion uh, about those issues and uh, adjusting, especially hurricane uh issues and and catastrophe relief those kind of you've been a real champion uh in those issues those are difficult delicate things too because they're so widespread we don't want to run off our insurance companies and at the same time we have to have a fair process but you know those issues you brought up uh, with, with respect to critical race theory and those things let's get you back on and we'll talk about those issues and any bills that come up but i know you've been a champion in the insurance adjusting arena and a lot of that has to do with consumer protection. So I appreciate your efforts in that regard, Gabe Furman. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, I'd love to be on with you anytime, Billy. Well, it's great to have you, Gabe. It's our first time to have an opportunity to visit with you. And uh, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk with us on Billy West Live. And as the session goes on, Gabe, you've got a, a you know mouthpiece here. We'll be glad to have you on to talk about any of those issues and debate these issues moving forward. It's been great to have you on Billy West Live. Yeah, that, that sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you.